So when I look at, at the tragedy of a shooting like that in the schools, and we consider the shooter, we're dealing with someone who's been affected by sin. Uh, there's the explanation for that kind of an act. It's a sinful, horrific act. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast. Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Now, we want you to be part of this discussion as always, so please leave us a comment in the video below, or maybe go to our website, straighttruth.net, and send us an email, maybe something you'd like for us to discuss here on this podcast. Also on that website, you can find links to all of our social media channels, as well as to our store. So let's talk about recent school shootings in America. The, some people say this has been a spike in, in school shootings. Uh, some other data says that this has actually been going along, going on in the United States for, for several decades. Um, but at least uh, the, the publicity yeah. of, of several of these school shootings, like Parkland, like Newtown, Connecticut, and other places, um, that, that, has, that has, has really been put in front of us, especially over the last few years. And we see the horror of it all. Uh, in a lot of those cases, and, and maybe most of them, it seems that the, the shooter is, has um, some mental instability. And that's not an excuse for what they've done, but it definitely brings about a lot of discussion about mental instability. I wonder as a pastor, mm. um, how do you respond to something like this when you read about it in the news? Uh, maybe when, when somebody comes to you and says, how can God allow something like this to happen to young children or high schoolers? Uh, how do you respond to these things? Or maybe men mental instability as well? Uh, how, do we, yeah. how do we address this um, in, in counseling or in the church? I think it's good for us to remember that for you know, the, the vast majority of redemptive history, so all the Old Testament era, uh, most of human history after the resurrection of Christ up to our own day, people thought about these issues in the, in the categories of sin. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the appropriate way to deal with them. Mm -hmm. is we need to evaluate these things as sin issues. Uh, there's no doubt there is, that there is such a thing as mental instability, but sin makes people mentally unstable. What I'm talking about now is not an act of sin produces this mental instability. I'm saying that the effect of sin on humanity mm -hmm. is that all of man's being has been affected by sin. That includes his mind, his affections, his will, every aspect of his being. So what we're seeing in the world are the effects of sin. And the answer to sin is salvation. I, I would not deny or, or rule out the idea that there are some issues people deal with that are organic in nature that doctors can help with and medicine can help with. What I would say though, is that even when that is the case, along with medical help, we need to go to the scriptures and talk to people about the answer for their sin issues, for forgiveness, truth as the standard for the mind, bringing thoughts captive in obedience to Christ, which means in obedience to the Word of God. As we help people walk through these sorts of issues with Scripture, there's the answer. So when I look at, at the tragedy of a shooting like that in the schools, and we consider the shooter, we're dealing with someone who's been affected by sin. Uh, there's the explanation for that kind of an act. It's a sinful, horrific act. We think about it from the standpoint of God's sovereignty. We know that God takes no pleasure in the sin itself. But I will not say that, that God isn't sovereign over the world that he made. Mm -hmm. And so mankind that is hostile toward God mm -hmm. will never be satisfied by that answer. Mm -hmm. For my own heart and for those of us who, who know Christ and believe the scriptures, 
and trust the wisdom and sovereignty of God, even when the the acts that are perpetrated upon people are acts committed upon children and all the rest, I know that there will be final justice one day for all such acts. Mm-hmm. I know that men are responsible for the acts that they commit. I know that God knows, takes no pleasure in the act itself. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, that having said all that, he's still sovereign over the world that he made. And my heart is satisfied with that answer. So I can't measure our answer to these things by how men who are hostile to God will receive the answer I measure the answer by its faithfulness to Scripture. So I think, for example, about the people who came questioning Jesus about the Tower of Siloam that mm-hmm. fell on some, yeah. questioning Jesus about people who were whose blood was mingled uh, with their sacrifices. And Christ's answer to those questions amazes mm-hmm. when he says, don't ask whether they were greater sinners than all the rest. Mm-hmm. What will take place in your life if you don't repent? If you don't repent, you're going to likewise perish. So Jesus points them in that situation, not to human injustice, mm-hmm. to the human injustices that occurred there, but rather to the eternal consequences of sin mm-hmm. and the need for repentance and reconciliation with God. And so as I look at these events in, in our world, whether it be 9-11 or school shootings, that's what comes to my mind. Uh, yes, it's human injustice, but, but more important, this is a world affected by sin. And what is going to happen with your own soul If your sin issues are not dealt with by the blood of Christ, if you're not forgiven of your sins and reconciled to God, what will be the outcome for you? That's how I think about these issues. Mm -hmm. And in what way is the Christian's hope that final justice of God? Is that that what Christians really hope for? We we long for resurrection? Yes. And then as as part of that resurrection and Christ's return, we we get God's final justice on that? Is God storing up justice or his wrath for that day to come? Oh, the Bible declares that, yes, for sure. That wrath is being stored up and there will be final justice. And and that's what we await. Obviously, our hearts are satisfied to some degree when we see a temporary kind of justice in this world, when someone's convicted of a crime they committed Mm -hmm. or or, in all the rest. But there's no justice on this side of eternity that's perfect, Mm -hmm. complete, fully complete. Uh, some men's sins are dealt with now. Some men's sins will await the day when they will be dealt with. But all men's sins will be dealt with, either at the cross or in their own punishment. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we, 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 real, we, we, we believe, we know, we are comforted by the knowledge that one day everything will be as it should be. And, in, and in, we wait for that day and we rest in that day. Mm. So when people say, where is God in all of this? And why doesn't God act? Why does he continue to allow these things to happen? We trust in his sovereignty, but you're also saying that he's storing up wrath for the day to come when he does bring it on. The God who is sovereign is the God who is judge. Mm -hmm. And one day that sovereign judge will make right every wrong. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now you can find links to all of our social media channels by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And do us a favor, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to this podcast. And also go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Now Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. You can learn more by going to walkingingrace.org. 